previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. So now you've been married for how long? Mm-hmm. Uh, last last January time you checked, no. <laughs> <laughs> last December the 27th was our 50th anniversary right. of knowing each other. Wow. We've been married 47 years. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's Any amazing. advice? <laughs> um, yeah, because I know we're recording, I couldn't possibly say just don't get married in the first place. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Roxy, something we failed to do last time. I know. We got a little shit for it. So why don't you start us off? Hawk's Shadow. Embracing in the road for some reason I no longer remember. And then drawing apart. Seeing that shape ahead. How close was it? We looked up to where the hawk hovered with its kill. I watched them veering toward West Hill, casting their one shadow in the dirt, the all-inclusive shape of the predator. Then they disappeared. And I thought, one shadow, like the one we made, you holding me. I have no clue. (laughs) She's putting the book away. No Uh, clue. Yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we failed to read one of those last time. Yeah. And we got this great gift from Claire when yep. we saw her at the bar and everything. And yeah, so there it is. I think you do a much better job than I do. Really? Them. I do, but I don't I wasn't know. sure. I saw commas where I thought I should break, but then I was breaking elsewhere. I don't know. Well, we don't need to break it down or anything. <laughs> now, one of these times we're going to have a Meet the Littles guest, or maybe it could be a mediocre five minutes where, did we have any English teachers? I don't remember where they can come in and break one down with us, like tear it apart, like yeah. really dive into one of these poems. Right. And then we'll have one listener left. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Chuck here got some really bad news. And, uh, Do you know, I know about this news? Well, kind of. It involves you. Oh, boy. And here's the thing. So, you know, all these things they say about before you get married, know your spouse, know the person you're dating, all this stuff, and make sure things... What did I do now? Make sure things are going to align correctly once you get married and all this stuff. And oh, my gosh, Roxy. I was so excited a few days ago because I finally got to introduce cold cheese pizza to Roxy. I was so excited. So, Oh, yeah, this. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so I'm at work, <laughs> and she goes, what do you want to do for dinner? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I was at rehearsal. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't really feel like, why don't we, do you want, I was just going to do pizza. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Of course, I'm on a diet. That's not good for the diet. But then I thought about it, and we were talking all about this cold cheese pizza stuff that I was like, you know what, Roxy? I didn't even tell her. On the way home, she went to get the pizza. On the yeah. way home, I stopped at a grocery store, got a nice, fresh block of mozzarella. Okay. Now, I think that was part of the problem. I don't think it was cold enough, maybe. I don't know. So I brought it home. You got excited. You were very excited at first. I was excited to try it. You were very excited. Uh-huh. I started grating it, but it was like kind of mushy. Yeah, Does that make sense? it was crumbling. It was crumbling. Which mozzarella sometimes does. Yeah, sometimes. But, but I think it maybe if it was more chilled, it wouldn't have done that. I, I don't wonder- know. Oz, Oz, why does that happen? Tell us. Did we? Because this was like real. This was good. I paid extra for the good mozzarella, not the like store bought, right? Cheap stuff, right? Because I wanted this experience to be good. Is there something to having it with part skim milk? I have no idea. Versus uh, no idea. I'm curious. But anyway, so in your defense, I felt like okay, this wasn't the perfect piece of cold cheese pizza that I imagined in my head. But just go ahead, Roxy, give it to me. She, what'd you two bites? Not even. Yeah. It was like she it, she had this face like uh, she was going to throw up in her mouth a little bit. Okay, it wasn't that bad. But it wasn't But yeah. it was not great. I don't know. It don't was know. not great. The rest of the pizza I ate without the cold yeah, cheese. I felt bad. So I took yeah. it off of her the rest off of her slice yeah. after her like one or two bites. Uh-huh. Put it on mine cuz I was enjoying it just fine. I don't know. It just. But I will say it wasn't like it was back in the days, like in Oneonta. And um, I wonder if that's because as a college student you'll eat anything. I don't know. Maybe. And you'll like that could anything. Be. That could be. Maybe. But I don't know. I also feel like we need a second opinion on this, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that would be good. So please welcome back to the podcast, Patrick Smith, a.k.a. Smitty Scoop. Hey, Patrick, how's it going? Hey, guys. Thank you for having me back on. Oh, pleasure is all ours. Now, I need you to save me here, man. I, I don't know what you're going to say. I swear, Littles, we know nothing about this. But one of the main reasons, it's so glad to have you back on. Now, you sent me a picture I'd say it was not even a week ago, right? Yep, yep. It okay. was uh, this past weekend. Yeah, all right. So it was this past weekend. You took a little trip. Now, I mean, I don't know how much you want to go into that. Your your daughter had some out-of-town tournament or something? 
Yeah. All right. So indulge me for a minute. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll paint a picture for you. Ooh. So I spent the weekend in the picturesque village of Lake Placid, New York, with my daughter, Lauren. We were there for a hockey tournament. It rained overnight on Friday night slash Saturday morning, which turned the frozen mirror lake into a, kind of a slushy mess. So the kids were unable to play pond hockey on Saturday. It also meant that they shut down the bobsled run. In short, it was kind of a bummer for my daughter because oh, we were in too bad. the Winter Olympics town during the Winter Olympics, but we cannot do the winter things we wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, but you then cheered her up, right? <laughs> right. But so the the, pep, the temperature was dropping all day, and by Saturday evening it got pretty cold. And so after their final game on Saturday evening, the coach says. Let's all play a pond hockey, coaches and parents versus kids, tomorrow morning before we drive home. Oh, fun. Oh, did I mention that he said, let's play at 6 a.m.? Oh, oh, no, not, not fun. fun. <laughs> well, I managed to convince him to push it back to 7 a.m. since sunrise was only at 6.57 a.m. And it's pretty hard to play <laughs> hockey in the dark. Right. Good point. So anyway, it's now Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday morning, and we get up early to play pond hockey. I should also add... It was one degree Fahrenheit. <gasps> Definitely so, not fun. Hockey weather. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Allow man me up. to translate that for the many international listeners of the Loyal Littles podcast. Okay. It was negative 17 degrees Celsius. Wow. Uh, even worse. So we head down to Mirror Lake. We play some hockey. In full disclosure, I lasted about 30 minutes before I lost feeling in my toes and quit. <laughs> Lauren was a trooper, and she stuck it out to the end until about 830. So we head back to the motel. Um, they called it a lodge, but it was a motel. <laughs> And uh, welcome to tour life. Okay. Uh, so we, we packed up the car and we head out of town at 9 a.m. Okay. Everything is looking great. It's a nine hour drive from Lake Placid, New York to Annandale, Virginia. If we have a 30 minute stopover for cold cheese pizza in Oneonta, New York, home of Hartwood College, then we will still make it home just in time for the Super Bowl kickoff. Wow, All you right. planned this out. They did. So they sent me this picture of your <laughs> lovely daughter in front of Tito's. Yeah. Where right. With your permission, we'll post that on our Twitter page. Sure. And it has her standing in front with the sign that says Tino's Pizza, home of the cold cheese or whatever, wow. something like that. Yeah. Now, we just got done discussing Roxy's experience with cold cheese pizza. So what do you got? All right. So just like clockwork, we pull into Oneonta at noon. The fuel gauge light is on empty. So I fill up the gas tank at the Speedway in Oneonta. Uh-huh. And we head down the two blocks on Main Street to Tino's Pizza. I sent you the picture. It's the original home of cold cheese pizza. Or the original HOM, as the sign now yeah, says. Yeah, it says HOM. The, the, the letter E is peeled off. Damn Aww. college kids. Wah, wah. <laughs> sure that was some fraternity thing. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Well, that is as close as we got to Tino's cold cheese pizza. What? Wait, what? Because Tino's Pizza was closed on Super Bowl Sunday. Of course it was. Of course. That's a big day for pizza places. It should be. But you know what? It makes sense that not all businesses are open. Now, wait a minute. You sent me this picture. And oh, you... no. All right. You know what? This is for you. Bravo. Because I completely fell for it. You were like, hey, you got to have me on for five mediocre minutes so I can tell you about my cold cheese pizza experience. Well, that was it. And I was like, he this is going to be perfect because Roxy. I didn't like so it. Not so much. She didn't like it. All right. Well, it was, it was a terrible experience. So here okay. I'm thinking you're going to save me by telling me you had this amazing. Oh, my gosh. This, oh, that's this great. You, had, you got me. You this got is me. incredible. Right. Well, Lauren was undeterred. She still wanted pizza. Uh-huh. Okay. So we walked one block up the street to Sal's Pizzeria, which was actually open and running many big game specials because, you know, it was Super Bowl Sunday. Right. (laughs) Did you uh, post a Yelp review? While we were in Sal's, we learned that they also served cold cheese pizza. Yes, but yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we each got a slice of cold cheese pizza at Sal's. I'll give you my Sal's review after you tell me about yours. Go ahead. So you want our review of the cold cheese pizza? Of course we do. I mean, the listeners uh, want. The... All right. So I will, I think Lauren summed up best. Uh-oh. She was like, it's good. Okay. Let's just stop but... there. Let's just stop there. Anyway, thanks for coming on, Patrick. This <laughs> no, has been no, great. No, no, not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> all right, go ahead. It, it, it's a lot of cheese. <laughs> to me, it's like mushroom pizza. If you have really good pizza with really fresh mushrooms, it's really good. Uh-huh. But it's because the pizza's really good. Right. And if you have mediocre pizza with canned mushrooms, it's just, eh. Right. Right. So I will defer to you on that. If the pizza's really good, I'm sure the cold cheese pizza's really good. Sal's pizza was not so pretty good. I don't want to, like, throw anyone under the bus here, but Sal's pizza was the starving college students go to 
you could get a small cheese pizza, which was kind of big. It was, I think it's like six slices was a small and you would get it for $5. Now this is going back a ways, obviously Uh I've been out of college for a while. So it's, but it's probably like $8 now, which is like free compared to, okay. Yeah. You would need like a whole roll of paper towel once you got it because it was so greasy and kind of disgusting, but you know, you're a college kid. It's either ramen or Sal's pizza. That yeah. those were your choices. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, that was the play. I was going to say when you said Sal's, I was like, oh, that's not going to go well. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's the the poor man's pizza. I guess mm-hmm. is how we'd call it. Well, there yeah. was Nina's right next door, but Sal's looked like more of a pizza joint. So yeah. did, we, did we make the wrong choice? Yeah, I would say out of those two. Yeah, like I said, Sal's was your last, but it was also the cheapest. Right. And that, that's what they banked on. They banked on the poor college students. And we would pay, you know, literally it was $5 for a small pizza. And it was huge. And you could split it with someone. So, I mean, it was like free. And yeah. Sal's is open on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, there's that yeah. too. <laughs> I feel like you needed to call Tino's and be like, what the hell, man? <laughs> How uh, are they on Super Bowl Sunday. Isn't that the <laughs> biggest pizza day of the year? I have no idea. But that's really unfortunate that you... Well, now, I, I have a question, though. Okay. So you had Sal's. Did it deter you from ever trying cold cheese pizza again? Or are you willing to try somebody else's cold cheese pizza and compare? I'd be willing to try it again. Okay. See, I'm I would not, not be willing to try it again. <laughs> Roxy wants nothing I to mean, do maybe with if we went pizza. up there and had... The original. The original. Maybe I'll try it. I'll give it another shot. But other than that, probably not. Who was the listener that wrote in? Was it Krista? I don't remember who wrote in, like, arguing, yelling at us that that's not the original cold cheese pizza. It was somewhere from West Virginia. I I I forget listener who it was. But they're probably, their head is exploding right now (laughs) that we keep referring to this as the original cold cheese pizza. But it says it in the window. So, I mean, we're just reading the window. So it's not like, anyway, Patrick, way too much cold cheese pizza. How are you doing? Everything good? Everything's good. All right. How are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. Yeah. Jingle Fest plans? Yay, nay? Fortunately, I can't make Jingle Fest in Nashville. Right. Okay. But I will be at Jingle Fest in June. Cool. All right. Cool. Which I believe is once again at the bar that is closest to my house. So. Right. Exactly. Perfect. Are you guys coming? So in true Roxy and Chuck fashion, we're not sure yet what we're doing. Yeah, uh, there's a few things that need to fall into place. I mean, there was actually a shot, a slight shot about Nashville, actually, because I was going to maybe try to tie it into going to see my dad down in Nashville and then just spend that night going to Jingle Fest. It's not like the one in D.C. where there's like stuff every day, I don't think. I'm not sure, though. Maybe. So, like, I don't know the details of Nashville other than, I think, the venue just the day, right? on Saturday. Yeah. And I just don't know if we're going to be down there. And then, so the June, yeah, so much can happen between now and then. But we're going to try because we have to get down to one of these. Yeah. So. And we could do softball on Sunday morning Ooh, afterwards. See, now you're talking oh, my yeah. language. See, so. <laughs> I'll keep score. At 6 a.m.? Are you going to get up for that? <laughs> uh, we could maybe push it to, like, Nine or ten, some you know, ordinary one time. <laughs> one or two. That's when Chuck's used to playing softball. That's like, Chuck's I mean, morning. That's that's my time of day, as yep. they say. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, it's been great talking to you again. We can't thank you enough for coming on and giving us your sort of review. I mean, I feel bad. I do. I yeah, I got so, so excited, I, and I was so you got me. This was great. I was hoping you were going to say it's the best thing you've ever had because Roxy's experience was so bad. Well, Tino's got me. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday, it never crossed my mind that they would not be open. Mm. Yeah, at, I, at noon. Yeah, Tino's what up i'm gonna tag them i think when i post this and be like what's going on here i mean i'm trying to get your business out in oneonta and you're closed yeah that is weird super bowl sunday how can a pizza joint be closed i don't know all right patrick thanks again we'll talk to you soon thanks guys all right roxy those are always so fun right so fun i mean it's so great catching up I, I still don't understand why we have to call it mediocre because <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. The I littles don't have know. spoken. So Y'all are not mediocre. We're no, they're not at all. You're all they're, great. They're great. Catching Our original up. title, Five Great Minutes. I'm a little disappointed in uh, the whole cold cheese pizza thing, but we got to get out of here though, Roxy. Great Meet the Littles guest. We've been looking very forward to this one, so let's get right to it, Roxy, because it's now time to Meet the Littles. This is Dave Spector from Bells Up Winery. While our hosts take a quick break, wouldn't it be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir? I mean, Chuck and Roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now, so why shouldn't you? Okay, now back to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. You're the drink of my life. You're the shot in my veins 
You're the high of my life Your love kept me sane You're the shelter of my skies Of my pouring rain In this storm I call my life We are being played in this episode by Terry Pfizer, and this song is called Pouring Rain, and it's off his album entitled Can't You See. Now, if you like what you hear, you can find all his stuff on his YouTube channel. Just head on over there and search Terry Pfizer. That is T-E-R-R-Y-F-I-S-E-R. And as always, we'll play the full song, Pouring Rain, at the end of the podcast. You're the shelter of pain. Shelter of love, the shelter of my skies, of my pouring rain. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, another fun one today. I'm excited. Are you ready? Ready. All right, please welcome to the podcast Heather Garcia. Hey, Heather, how's it going? I'm good. We're so glad we finally got you on the podcast. I know you've heard a few of the episodes, so as you know, we just turn it over to you. Why don't you take a second, introduce yourself to loyal littles out there and tell them something a little about yourself. Okay. My name is Heather Garcia. I currently live in Appleton, Wisconsin. Actually, it's close to Appleton. And I'm from South Florida originally. Right now, I am in nursing school. And I've been in school for over 20 years now. And Lifer. Um, yeah, I just um, <laughs> <laughs> lifetime student. And I am just have about a year left. Ah, well, Amazing. congratulations, That's first of so all. so exciting. Now, I was going to say, we did a little pre, we had a little chit chat before this, and you didn't mention Appleton. So that made my ear, because I love Appleton. It's one of my favorite touring oh. cities. It's really tiny, but it was just so old school type town. But the theater there is beautiful. The theater yeah, there, the PAC. You know. Yeah, I've seen multiple shows there. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So you grew up in Wisconsin? No, no. Oh. I grew up in South Florida. And after I graduated high school, I went to Miami-Dade College there. Oh, yeah. And then went to UCF in Orlando. And then eventually moved up to Ocala, which is about a, another hour north, and stayed there for a while. And what did you study nursing all the time when you went to college? or? No. <laughs> That's why I've been in school for so long. Gotcha. Um, I, I think I've had five or six different majors. Okay. So what drew you to that? I, I'm only at because I have two sisters that are nurses, and so I know a lot mm -hmm. about it. I can't do it. So yeah. first of all, thank you. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's not for me. It's yeah. not for a lot of people, let me tell you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do something in the medical field. I've just always been fascinated with medicine and helping people. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, something I just wanted to do after I figured out what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. That was gotcha. this, the obvious choice. And it's job security, 100%. Yeah. And sure. you'll always have a job. Right now, it's kind of back and forth. Of, yeah. uh, kind of looks like it's going to be a little bit of a hard job. <laughs> right. But right. it's still something I want to do. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. So would it be fun or would it just be, I shouldn't go there as far as asking, like, what were your previous majors? What did you start majoring in? <laughs> the first one I started with, I called the baby degree, my AA in elementary education. Oh. That was the first one. Okay. And switched to secondary education, English, and then hospitality management. Then I went to business and then I ended up echo cardiography. Wow. Okay. And then um, ended up at nursing. Gotcha. Wow. Well, but with all of those things, the main theme in all of those is helping people. Yeah, right. that's true. You know, actually. being a teacher. You oh know, gosh, yeah. Hospitality, helping customers, helping right? Customers. Well, like, when she said hospitality, I'm like, are you sure you're not an actress? Because like, <laughs> that's kind of what we've kind of like what our life point. is. Right. Yeah. No, I worked in hotels, okay, and resorts oh. when I was in Orlando. Right. Gotcha. Well, again, same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's that's really interesting. That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 All right. So now I know you said most of your, as Roxy pointed out, majority of your life has been in Florida. Is that where your sports fandom lie? And I'm genuinely curious about this because of how it's changed all down there. 
No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I, for some reason, when I was younger, I took an interest in the Packers. I grew up in a household that was very football-centered. I have three stepbrothers, and football was always very big in our house. They played football. I cheered, and it was just major sport. But I did not like the Dolphins. I just mm. didn't. And I kind of took an interest in the Packers. It was great watching them. I was enthralled with Lambeau Field. And I just thought it was just this holy grail of sports. And so the fact that I am here is, uh, it was fate. So I was going to say, we won't get it. We won't say that that's why you moved to Wisconsin, but we'll get there in a second. Um, Now, are you an owner? Kind of. Okay. Okay. Well, we can get into that whole thing. I was just genuinely curious because that is the one team. It just fascinates me that you can actually buy a share of the Packers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I do. I have a share. It's not do. in my name, but I have gotcha. a share. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, I know listeners are genuinely curious. Now, how did you become a little in all that stuff? Okay. Well, this is, I don't want to depress people. <laughs> it's your story though. It's okay. I know this already and it genuinely touched me. And so I, if you're willing to share, it'd be great. Well, I was married, and when I first met him, this was back in 2007, he was a sports junkie. I'm talking about TV was always on ESPN. Mm. I mean, you could not meet a more sports fanatic than he was. He just lived sports. Mm. And every single day, it was PTI every day at 530. And I figured out where... um, who Kornheiser was. Uh And actually, they were filming the show in Miami when we went down there when our first little vacation that year. And he wanted to go and try to see him. And we never got around to it. But it was always just was this big figure. Um, And then he was listening to him on the ESPN radio back then. So I saw how big he was in Jay's life. So I wanted to for Jay's birthday, I said, Okay, I'm gonna do this for him. So I I sent email after email after email in to the show asking for an autographed picture of Tony. And finally, they sent me one. And it's him and Will Bond on the PTI set and says, happy birthday, Jason. And yeah, I framed it and I gave it to him. And he was so happy. But he also said, well, you did this. How are you ever going to top this? Ah. (laughs) Oh, I know that (laughs) feeling. (laughs) Okay. Can we we, maybe pause for a second? (laughs) Roxy, I forgot. I should have prefaced this for Roxy. Roxy, this is going to be a very similar story to you yes. in many ways. Yeah. Uh, not all, but some. Yeah. Because yeah. Roxy one time got me tickets. I've told this. I think I've told this on the podcast. She uh-huh. got me tickets to Fenway to see for the Red, Red Sox, Sox game. <laughs> said, Which oh, I'm like, this is a big deal. He's going to How am I going to top this? And, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he opens it and he said, oh... That's nice. But, you know, you could have saved a lot of money and just gotten me a shout out on Tony Kornheiser's show. (laughs) And I was livid. (laughs) Livid. I'm like, you've got to be hitting me. You know, it was a great gift. Don't get me wrong. But but it all came back to Tony. Yeah. 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 So the next year. <laughs> so the next year I, I was smart and I wrote an email. It did get read and I was more excited than he was. But it was so. funny. She even put in there. She goes, I'm not making the same mistake twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony read it great. He was like, that's right. Mm-hmm. I got a freaking ticket to Fenway. <laughs> and all he wanted was a shout out on your podcast. Yep. So anyway, please continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Um, and then we were together for a while. And then it came time for our, when we were getting married, Jason sent an email in um, just saying that we were getting married. I'm not really sure what the email said, but he was excited because Tony gave a shout out about our wedding the day we were getting married. And then, so Jason was born with a congenital heart defect and it was a big one and he didn't have surgery to fix it when he was younger. So it developed into other issues and he was pretty good when I met him, but then it just progressively got worse And that's how we ended up moving to Wisconsin because I needed help. We had a new baby and I needed help with her. So his family was up here and we moved up here. And then uh, after he passed away in 2016, 
2017, I sent an email in to, I just can't even say it, to Mark. I can't call him Nigel. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah. We, we do it too. Yeah. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I sent an email to Mark and I said, I just wanted to thank you for the show. And I told him about the picture, how I just nagged and nagged for that picture and how he sent it and how Tony was such a big part of our life. And he sent me a really nice email back. And so, yeah, that's uh, how I know Tony. And that's how I ended up in Wisconsin. And one of the things actually, when I first met Jason, I, when I heard he was from, he told me he was from Wisconsin, it was the very first thought that went through my head was, he can take me to Lambo. Right. <laughs> and 100%, that was the first thing that went through my head. Aww. And did you ever get to go? Oh, yeah. He took me that first year. Oh, <laughs> great. Good. Okay. Oh, you were kind awesome. of burying yeah, the lead I there. Know. I was like, oh, I hope she made it. I yeah. hope she got there. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, no, I've been so many times. I've been to a lot of games, and it's not like anything you yeah. could, not like any game you've ever gone to. The people up here, I can't even describe the football culture up here unless you've experienced it. Like on a Sunday, sure. wherever you go, everybody during football season is in Packer gear. Uh-huh. Right. And everybody just talks about football. And if you want to go to the grocery store, the best time to go is during a Packer game. Right. If you don't care about the game. But even in the grocery store, they're playing the Packer game right. up on TVs <laughs> <Amazing>. everywhere. Right. <laughs> it's just unlike anything. So, yes, the Packer share I have is his. And I wanted to give it to our daughter, you know, will it down to her. But I can't even do that because you have to have a will that physically says it goes to her in order to do it. They are very, very strict. You know, I read something about I I had another friend that did the same thing and they were furious about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so then what happens? Well, it's not really (laughs) worth anything. So, yeah. Sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. I mean, like if someone could the team get sold, I guess is my question. I don't know how that all works. Um, I don't think so because it's the, the city owns the, it. No, the fans technically own it. They have a GM, but there is no owner per se. I, I don't get it. But I mean, I guess what I'm saying is if you all sold the team, there's probably, I wonder how many shares there are. A lot. Millions, I would <laughs> right. I would yeah. they, they have periods where they open up their, I don't know if they're still actively selling, but there was just one recently that they opened up shares and right. they sell like a limited number yep. and then yeah. they close it off. Right. right. All right. So real quick, do you have a favorite game at Lambo? Favorite memory? It's probably my first one. Jay took me to the first one. It was Brett Favre's last home game before the playoffs that year. Oh. And we had first row seats. I think it was the just about off the 50 yard line. Oh, wow. And but it was the opposing team and it was Detroit that was playing and Brett didn't even play most of it. Yeah. And so that would have meant that Aaron Rodgers was playing. So, Mm. and nobody was paying attention back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was more of a, everybody was a far fan back then. So that's so, Oh look, there he is. There he is. That's so interesting (laughs) actually, because like that's Mm -hmm. actually a pretty cool unique, if one of the only games they probably, they both played in. Mm, If you think about it, you know, that's kind of an interesting little trivia bit of trivia there. And you were at that game. So and uh, I just remember that it was so cold and I we didn't live there yet. So I wasn't really used to it. Mm. And I just was freezing, freezing, freezing cold. And I was trying to explain to rocks because I've been there a couple of times. I've never been inside Lambo, but I've been to the outside and it's just the whole town. You You don't think you think of it as this huge city. And mm-hmm. like Lambo's in the middle of nowhere, essentially. Um, yeah, it's in the middle of a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. It's so I just the first time I drove by it, I was like, wait, that can't be it because there's houses around here. I'm like, right, what's happening? You know, right. it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's so not like any other downtown city stadium, sure. you know, or whatever. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway. And I get happy every time I see it. And I go to school in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So I have to drive there every time I go to school. And you can see it when you're on the highway. You see the big G yep. every time I go. It's just 
Sure. It's like this little feeling of happiness. Wow. Oh, I love sweet. that. I love that. All right. Well, Heather, we're going to take a quick break. You can stick around, right? Yes. Because pre-show, we were talking and we discovered a hobby we need to get into. So or I guess we call it a hobby. <laughs> all right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is Rick Sharp, and you're listening to the Little Littles Podcast in the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. We are here with Heather Garcia, and we're going to get into some more fun things that we discovered off air. Which is always fun. Which is always fun. Yeah. Now, we actually had a conversation before this, but just today when she came on and yeah. met Roxy for the first time, I don't even Do you remember how it came up? Oh, gosh. Do no, you? I Heather, do you like remember how this dummy. came up? I have no idea. <laughs> she, what? Yeah. Heather, you had said that you have another tidbit of information that you thought might be interesting, depending oh, on which right. direction we take the conversation in and we were we said yes absolutely (laughs) that was such a long time ago I don't remember how you remember that all right so Heather take it away Well, I just mentioned that I used to have a really fun cool job when I was younger and I was living in Orlando I used to work at Universal Studios. I was a part of the Jaws ride, which is no longer there, which makes me really sad. Um, But I, when you work at the Jaws ride, there's lots of positions. And one of the rotating positions is driving the boat. Uh Um, It's on a track, but you drive the boat and you take your boat full of people around Amity and the Jaws comes up and you have to protect them and shoot Jaws with a 40 millimeter grenade launcher. (laughs) And so I remember this. Oh, I do too. (laughs) Scared the crap out of me on TV. When I'd see that commercial on TV, I was like, oh my God. And then when I saw it in person, I was like, eh. I think I covered my (laughs) eyes for a lot of that. Well, it also depends on what age you are. I yeah. Think. But I was well out of college when I went oh, for the I was, first time. I was a yeah. child. Yeah. yeah. But I remember seeing it on TV and being scared. Right. Well, that movie just scared me in general. Yeah. Now, Roxy just saw it for the first time, what, three summers ago? Three summers like? ago. I, they, oh, my gosh. Well, they had. Yeah, exactly. They had. Terrible. Well, they had it on the big screen. I'm like, we're going. It was terrible. Now, what, was, what was the trade off? What did I have to go see? You had to go see Inside Out with Inside me right Out, after. Yeah. We did yeah. a double, oh my a gosh. double movie night. <laughs> we did a double feature movie night, and that was the deal. She- it was Jaws and then Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was such a fun job. And yeah. I never thought that I could do something like that, get up in front of people and do it. But you learn the spiel, and mm-hmm. you do it 15 times a day. It just You get used to it. Yeah. And the greatest times were when one of the sharks, Susan, there's multiple ones on the ride, and whenever one of them would break down, you would still have to keep going with the spiel, even though Jaws wasn't coming up at the moment. (laughs) So you would just have to keep going as if he was. And sometimes they would look at you like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like I'm shooting the imaginary shark. Right. What do you mean? What am I doing? It's live theater. I mean, live theater. That's true. We experience that all the time in our field, and it's so funny. Like I never thought going on these rides that stuff happens. It's Mm -hmm. things you don't think about, and you just kind of have to keep going. So that's so fun. Well, Roxy had a similar Mm -hmm. situation. I want to say two years ago when they decided to add drones to the Christmas spectacular here at Radio City, and. (laughs) The stories you would come home and tell me. Oh my gosh. I mean, they wouldn't operate properly. Ever. 100% of the time. And they'd be. Well, how many were there? First of all, there's like a hundred. I think, yeah, there were a hundred. A hundred drones in radio, like (laughs) flying (laughs) over the stage, over the audience. And they would malfunction and they would fall to the ground and fall to the stage. (laughs) One got caught in a musician's hair. Yes. Um, we were kicking them. We were swatting at them. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> and needless to say, they were only in the show for one season. Yeah, that was it. That was, that's all they needed. <laughs> yeah. One and done, yeah. as they say. <laughs> Dynasty of one, as Wilbon says. Now, you also said that you're a big fan of the other parks, though, as well, right? Yeah, I'm such a theme park junkie the ones in Orlando I loved working at Universal and one of the reasons I applied there was because I wanted to be able to go into the theme park Mm -hmm. whenever I wanted to something about being on the rides and just being immersed in there was I just love it so after worked there I ended up going into hospitality for a while And then years later, when I moved back to the Orlando area, I got Disney annual passes because during these years, 
our, my family and I had gone to Disney a lot of times. All the time. and right. Right. Yeah. We took our daughter there when she was little Aww. and just have so many pictures. I have the greatest picture of her when she saw Mickey and Minnie for the very first time. <laughs> I just was lucky and captured her face at that very moment. And you can just see the look on her face. Like, do you see who this is? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just so great. And I wanted her to just grow up with this. And so we ended up getting annual passes and we would go all the time, you know, after school, just, hey, we're not doing anything. Let's go on over. Oh, I love that. It's such a different world down there. I mean, because, you know, there's all these tourists and all these people that plan this for like months, years Mm -hmm. in advance, Mm -hmm. this Disney trip mecca, you know, kind of thing. And it's just, yeah such a different world when you're like oh we have season passes we just mm-hmm. go over after school and mm-hmm. yep hang out mm-hmm. yep hang out with Mickey and you get to learn their fast pass system so you don't have to wait in the line right. yeah and yeah it's just oh and I love it I can go there a million times and never get sick of it hmm. I actually I have a friend who worked there for years as a character so when we met it was after her time working in Disney and she was telling me about, you know, when you do signatures as a character, you have to practice and it has to look the same every time because there are multiple people who rotate. And these kids are going to compare playing. signatures. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so all of the, the kind of ins and outs of that. But even she said with all the years that she had experience working there, she said, if you ever want to go to Disney, come to me and I will tell you all the ins and outs and how to never wait in a line and how to see and do everything. <laughs> um, yes. It's like it's a schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a tight yeah. schedule, but it, there she are, said it there's works. Tricks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Can't disclose those on our podcast, though. I honestly, I couldn't even tell you what they were right now. I just know they exist. Let's do this. Maybe we will in the next episode or the episode after that or the episode after that, but not this one. (laughs) This one they have to keep listening. The Disney Insider How's that for a tease? (laughs) Well, Heather, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the littles here. This has been fantastic. Now, we can't let you go, though, without some of our fun, dumb questions. I hope that's okay. Okay. All right, Roxy, what do we got? All right. Well, since you worked at Universal and you've been to Disney many, many times, what has been your most favorite ride? Oh, my favorite ride I love at Disney. I love Space Mountain. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Classic. It used to scare me so much me too. when I was younger. Yep. <laughs> and then my daughter, I think she was eight at the time. She wanted to go on it. And I was, I was just like, um, um, okay, sure. <laughs> to put on this brave face. And after going on it, she got off and said, that was awesome. And I said, actually, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. My first <laughs> I time I was it. scared to death. I wouldn't, wouldn't go on. I don't, maybe I wasn't even tall enough to go on, but mm-hmm. I, I remember after that, Being though, like, I'm never doing that. Then I was there for the 25th anniversary. I was like, Oh, I'm so psyched to do this. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's fun. That aged me a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, because we're now seeing the 50th anniversary thing and, this I, year. and mm-hmm. I can't believe 25 years went by because I remember that disgusting pink Cinderella's cast. It's Cinderella's castle, right? Um, yes. At the, Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. The whole thing, it looked like a cake. It was all pink. Yeah. And it had the yeah. 25th and I have the pictures and everything, but ugh. yeah, <laughs> didn't like horrible. That. I didn't like mm-hmm. that, but I didn't like more that it's now the 50th. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, Holy crap. Where did those 25 mm-hmm. years go? But anyway, related out of the seven dwarfs, which one would be most like you? Grumpy. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Right off the bat. There's no sarcastic one. I guess his name would be sarcasm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, grumpy. Love it. Maybe in the new movie. I don't know. Maybe they'll... (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sticking to this theme right now. But when you were working on the Jaws ride, was there anything that stands out to you right now that you remember of something funny or ridiculous that someone said or did as all of this was transpiring right in front of them? Did anyone ever jump in and try to save the shark is kind of what she said. Yeah, did anything funny happen? (laughs) Well, whenever a celebrity would come on the ride, they wouldn't come on the ride what would happen is they were led back called backstage yep right and they brought them to the island and they would watch from the island so i remember every single time we were told okay you know so and so is here and we had to do a really good show make sure you're doing it good the other thing that 
I remember a lot was we were very young and immature. So whenever people were waiting in line, like in the queue, uh-huh. We would get on the speaker and a lot of them would say silly, I guess I can call them silly things, but they would say probably inappropriate things <laughs> over the <laughs> microphone for the people in the queue line. Uh-huh. They would say, attention, attention, folks, the time is now 420. Yeah. Thank you. Right, right. I love and then, it. and then you would just wait and see who looked up and looked around. Right, you know? right. Things like that. Yeah. So. Gotcha. That's so fun. Dorothy, party of four. No, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this story or not, but I don't know why. It just reminded Tulsa, Oklahoma, Mary Jane's Pizza. We're open till four twenty a.m. I just thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant marketing. I thought it was just they're open from four twenty to four twenty. Oh it. my gosh! Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Wonderful. Yep. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> And the only other thing was, I would have been hilarious if you had said, so when the celebrities came, blah, 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 they stand over here, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I finally met Tony Kornheiser. No, <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funny. Uh, I can't see him in a theme park. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, me neither. He would hate it. <laughs> he would hate it. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. All right. If you could host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Dave Matthews Band. Excellent choice. I am. That's another thing. I am a huge Dave Matthews Band fan. Mm -hmm. I've seen them, I think, I tried to count one time. I think it's 24 times in concert. Whoa. You ever seen them at Lambeau? No, they haven't played Lambeau. I have seen other people at Lambeau, but Dave, I have seen here in Wisconsin. I've seen him here at Alpine and Summerfest, and Mm. I've seen him in Florida at multiple spots in Florida. In fact, I just put in a request for tickets because he's coming back here to Alpine this year. He hasn't been to Alpine in a few years, so I'm actually very excited. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Greece. Uh, I want to go to Athens. Mm, Yeah. That's on my bucket list. That's on on Roxy's list. We're Uh we're looking. Yeah. We're we're talking honeymoon. Yep. But we want we want to hit him. We want to you know Santorini. We want to hit them all. So yeah, it just looks so so beautiful. I've been been lucky enough to be there. Yeah, it's fantastic. I know. I I sometimes will just go on Google and look at pictures. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. yeah. If I'm not looking at cats, I'm looking at places like (laughs) Greece and Ireland. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You like cats a lot. Do you have a cat? Uh, I love cats. I don't have a cat right now. We're not allowed to have pets in our apartment right now, but I grew up with, I actually grew up with a dog first and then we got one cat and then another cat and I'm just obsessed with them. I think they're so wonderful and spunky and just great. Oh, you do? I have two. Yeah. And I have two dogs. My dogs are my children. Oh, yeah. How do your children feel about that? (laughs) Oh, my daughter, she knows that my dogs are my children. She's 13 now. She's like Uh, self-sufficient. Okay. So yeah, she probably prefers it that way. Uh She's like, good. Yeah, pretty. I rarely see her. She goes upstairs to her room and I'm two floors down in the rec room. Gotcha. (laughs) I feel you. What's one special hidden talent that you have that most people won't know about? I know how to crochet. Oh. That's a good skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to do it a lot, and I've made a few blankets. Yep. But mm-hmm. I don't have the time to sit here and do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. If you could live in any TV home, what would it be? Well, right now, I'm in the middle of watching from the beginning Grey's Anatomy. Okay. And Meredith's house. (laughs) Um, It was her mom's house, and now it's everybody's house. Uh And I think that place looks really cool because it's an old house, and I love old houses. And there's always lots of people coming and going. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you want just the house, or do you want the cast with the house? No, the cast can come with the house. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Now, serious question, because I don't know. How many seasons is that now? I feel like that's been Um, on for decades. Yeah, they're on their 18th. Wow. I, wow. I am on Netflix. I have almost caught up. I am on season 17 and I only have a few episodes left on 17 and I'm kind of getting sad. Right. And yeah. it's still on, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I've watched one episode and 
I'll never forget. It's the episode where this was a few years back. The guy mm. got stuck in wet cement and he it hardened around him and it was basically he was stuck in a boulder. And the <coughs> whole episode was how do we get this guy out of this? It's crushing him. How do we protect him? And it was like I saw previews for it during the week leading up to it and I was just so fascinated I had to watch it. So that's the one episode that I've seen. Wow. <laughs> I've seen one or two, but I don't yeah. remember what they were yeah. such a long time ago. But. Yeah, I love it because they show gore sometimes. They, uh, they show the surgeries, and I love that. Well, I, may we I'm, recommend a few for you then? Because Chuck here, that's when I have my phone out. I can't, like I said, squeamish. well, I already yeah. said when we were talking about you being in nursing, I'm like, I can't do it. It's not for me. Ugh. I get just the good doctor what are some of these other ones the good doctor the resident is really good mm-hmm. new amsterdam we like good sam has just started has we're just started. jury's still out on it so but they, they do the same thing they show, so, oh, there was one that you it. used to watch though chuck can't take i it. can't remember code black oh yeah that was such a good that one. was extremely gory yeah extremely gory i couldn't watch that one but these other ones i'm surprisingly okay with yeah For i sure. love the stuff that i've gotten to see in school so far yeah right just yeah. i love it i'm like yeah yeah open them up and that that <laughs> is so wonderful you obviously that field needs people like that like you who yeah are not afraid to see that and can handle that. I could never do it. So what you do is incredible. Absolutely. And just because the fans need to know, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? I like crunchy. Yeah, crunchy. All right, good for you. Excellent answer. (laughs) Roxy, not so much. She doesn't like that one. Uh, All right. Well, Heather, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the littles. Is there anything we can plug for you? Anything like that? How can people find you if you want to be found? I am on Twitter, but quite honestly, I do not even know my name on Twitter. Do you want me to give it out? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. Well, I think this is kind of funny and I totally understand because we had Michelle Miller on and it was a very similar conversation because she's also a nurse. And when we said, can you plug anything? She's like, yeah, just tell everyone to wear their damn masks. So anyway, um, (laughs) but just so people have it, your Twitter is at Heather Garcia 11. So that's at Heather Garcia 11. So that's how we can find Heather (laughs) besides the loyal. Oh, and I, I see the cat. You have a cat picture. Oh, yeah. I think that's Mabel. Oh, I love that name. All right, Heather. Well, thank you again for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. We should start keeping track, Roxy. I know. But we didn't even ask everyone. Right. Most guests we've asked. Yeah. There's been a a small few where we... Joe Arrow kind of demanded that. Yeah. He was like, you have to. You have to. (laughs) All right. No, because I do. I think there'd be something to keeping track of. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. this important information that Littles want to know. Very important. All right, Heather. Thanks again. We really appreciate the time. You're welcome. It was nice to meet you guys. Pleasure was all ours. Yes. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. I'm Christopher Giannini from Memphis, Tennessee. And you are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. Thank you, Heather, for coming on and meeting the Littles. Fantastic time. Some good stories. Yeah. Roxy, we just have to get to everything. I know. I brought in some backup. Okay. (laughs) Waited as long as I could. But first, let's please welcome back to the podcast, Ritz. How's it going, Ritz? Hey, it's going good. How are you guys doing? We're okay. Yeah. It's not been the best episode so far. <laughs> Can you save me and just say, I don't know, have you ever had cold cheese pizza? I haven't, but I have to say you've been talking about it the last couple of episodes, and I've heard the people weighing in, Oneonta versus wherever, and I am totally into this because I've got to try it because I love the concept. Honestly, I've burned my the roof of my mouth way too many times <laughs> eating hot pizza. Okay. And I love cheese. There you go. Okay. Well, now this is funny because we're right. recording this in order and mm-hmm. Ritz hasn't heard the beginning segment of this podcast yet. Right. So I'm just going to throw this out, out there. I'm just going to leave this out here as a loss for Chuck here. Yeah. All right, I was <laughs> hoping Ritz would come on and say, oh, I've had it a bazillion times. I love it. La, 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 la. So I'm not even going to tell you what was said, Ritz, but we're just going to leave it there. You'll just have to listen. I tried. <laughs> I, I wanted to. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now let's go even one deeper i have to call myself out roxy it finally happened it did but i, I mean, tried to cover it didn't work look how long it took before it started yeah but i happen. was hoping for at least 200 <laughs> so i'm just gonna call it out rick sharp my apologies i uh, reached out to rick not knowing it was rick 
because some people don't like to have their name in their Twitter handles and whatnot. It's hard to keep. It's a lot to keep track of. It's a lot. To keep I will track give of. you that. So at what is it? Crunchy Rugger, Rigger, Crun- something. Crunchy Rugger. Crunchy Rugger. Who also, ironically, did this week's Friday Five. Yes. Not when he said he was going to do the Friday Five. <laughs> I reached out to him and said, "Hey, when are you doing the Friday Five? He's like, "Oh, I'm not going to drop it till late on Friday." I'm like, "Okay, great, no problem." <laughs> then he texts me at like midnight Thursday and said, "Oh, I just dropped it. Yeah, okay, whatever. No, no judgment. <laughs> it's your Friday Five. You do it when you want." You sound bitter, Chuck. I'm just embarrassed. I guess I'm more <laughs> embarrassed than anything else because I reached out to Crunchy Rugger. Yep. With his almost eight thousand followers. Yep. And said, "Hey." Do you know about the Loyal Littles podcast? We'd love Are to have you, you on. Are you a Loyal Little? Are you a Loyal Little? And he goes, well, I don't know how loyal, but I'm a little. I was like, great. We'd love to have you on the podcast. And he's like, uh, this is awkward. I've already been on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, my immediately thought to that is, well, then if you've been on the podcast, how come Mr. Almost 8,000 followers, we don't have almost 8,000 listens for that said episode of the Loyal Littles podcast. But anyway, he tried to cover it and said, oh, no, no, I meant, I meant, of course, I know you've been on the podcast. I meant for five mediocre minutes. We want to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, and you played it off. You know, you are. It's true. You're talking to multiple people at, at the, the same, same time. time. And it's, you know, I get it. It could be yeah. hard to keep track. But Basically, I need an intern. That's um, what it comes down to. So, and a spreadsheet of everyone's Twitter handle with their name yes. and all of that. So oh, we can never look it up before we say anything. Okay. Well, <laughs> Chuck, you are the mayor of Little Land. You, you know, you've got to sort this out. Yeah. The mayor? I don't What the hell, man? <laughs> but okay. Now let's go one step further. In this portion of the, uh, what do we call this segment? The co-host who didn't get on the podcast that wants to be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to have to change the segment. The co-host who came on the podcast... Because of said email they sent, I give you this. Hi, Chuck and Roxy. You asked about Sean Flegel's Twitter handle. A yinzer is a term that denotes someone from Pittsburgh. It derives from the word yins. Am I saying that right, Ritz? Yeah, yins. yins. Okay. Which is a Pittsburgher's way of saying y'all. And he put learn more here and I can click on the Wikipedia page. Nice. Roxy, I loved your story about Tootie. Is that? No, Tootie. Tootie. I got it, though. Second try. <laughs> Tootie the, tur- to- t- tutty. Tutty no, the Turtle. Tootie. Toot- you just, whatever. <laughs> Here's a little known fact. We have two turtles. They will turn 20 years old this July. But wait, there's more, Roxy. Roxy wants to comment right now. I can see it in I her do. face. I do. I do. Okay. And my bury the lead moment, I have been to 13 Super Bowls. Weirdly, I have been to the Steelers' two Super Bowl losses, none of their wins. See you guys soon. Ritz. Now, WTF. You have two turtles? Wait, can we, I that's do. where you start? I... <laughs> You're not going to start with the 13 Super Bowls? She's going to bar- rebury the bury. She's going to rebury the lead. Okay, well, that's fair. She's into her turtles. What is happening right so now? So two turtles. I don't know. We haven't got, we got to get to these emails, but holy. Chuck, you're in I'm just going to say holy shit. Okay. L- all right. Let's talk about the turtles first. So what are their names? So, yeah. Two, I, I, I'm going to like. Hang on. No. First of all, I loved your story, Thank Roxy. You. It was fantastic. So <laughs> it certainly resonated me, you know, as the dad of two turtles who are probably going to outlive me. Yep. <laughs> um, but these turtles were, like I said, they're going to, they're almost 20 years old. I got them when my kids were little. And of course, they named said turtles. And unfortunately for you, Chuck, Jeter is one of them. Oh, you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. <laughs> I know, but my kids were big Yankee wow. fans growing up. Yeah. You know, I can't blame them and growing that, up in New in York. That time, yeah. I yeah. That. Jeter and... At least it's someone I respect on the Yankees. And okay. the bigger one is Giambi, even worse. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Wow. <laughs> because he just signed with the Yankees, and my son was totally into this. And oh, yeah, that's so, so that's their names. We've kept the names all these years. Wow. And they sit behind me in my office. They're fantastic. We were actually wondering that, because I mentioned that to Roxy a, a couple weeks ago. We were wondering, does an aquarium count as no pets allowed in your lease? We could get in trouble so for that. It's not like they're going to be running around and right. like tearing up True. the but. apartment, but... Hmm. All right, Ritz, in like 30 seconds or less here, because we haven't even started the emails yet. I mean, I remember, I know what you did for a living, but I had no idea. 13 Super Bowls? Is that what it said? 12, 13? 13, yeah. And it's funny because it actually came up with a lot of memories and conversations the last couple of weeks, um, especially before the NFC Championship game, when it could have possibly been the Bengals and the 49ers. It would have been the third time of that right. matchup. Wow. And I was at the prior two of that game. The first Super Bowl I went to was the Super Bowl they played. I think it was Super Bowl 26. I don't know. But it was... Um, the first I time was those in two co- played. 
Correct. I was in college. It was in Detroit. It was miserably cold at the Silver Dome <laughs> Stadium. And then I went to their other one in Miami, which was Super Bowl 23. That was the famous comeback, Montana to John yeah. Taylor. Yeah, I've enjoyed many Super Bowls. So it's really been fun. I've been to Olympics. I've been to NCAA Final Four as one of the great perks of my prior career for sure. Now, what was your favorite Super Bowl that you attended? Wow, that's a good question. That's what huh. I'm here for. I get paid big bucks for. Probably the favorite one I went to, I didn't enjoy the outcome. I was at Super Bowl Triple X, Super Bowl 30 out in Phoenix, or I guess Tempe, Arizona. That was the Cowboys versus the Steelers. Ah, um, 96, and I'll, I believe. Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. And How's that? And you spoke about it the other day when you predicted the onside kick in the Saints Super Bowl. I turned to the guy next to me who was a client. I said, boy, if the Steelers were smart, they would onside kick right now. And they did. And the guy looks at me. He's like, oh, my God, that was insane. How did you know that? <laughs> anyway, the Steelers ended up losing. It was horrible. Neil yeah. O'Donnell had a complete meltdown. It was really bad. So, But it was a lot of fun. Tempe, Arizona is a great place oh, to be yeah. in January. So it was pretty awesome. Nice. Right. Wow. All right. Things we didn't know about our third wheels here. Maybe we'll get to some of the NCAA tournament ones when we get to mm-hmm. hit March Madness next month. Yeah. Sure. That could be fun. All right, let's get to some of these other ones. Chuck and Roxy, excellent podcast. So glad you finally met the fabulous Claire and that you took a picture in Nigel's Corner. You may recall we first connected on Facebook after I posted a picture of the Nigel's Corner plaque and you recognized it as being at Hurley's. Now, onto the podcast. At the exact moment you were talking about Permanti Brothers sandwiches with the fries in them, I drove right past the Permanti Brothers shop in Fort Lauderdale. Later in the show, your guest mentioned Tony's former radio producer, Dennis Horgan. I know that producer. A long time ago, I worked with Dennis, as well as his brother, Tim, Lachiserie Lee Gordon. I didn't know Permantis was a chain. Then we heard, Chuck, I am not usually one to point out your mistakes. Yeah, okay. Well, at least there's one of you out there. But when there are two questionable calls in the first 90 seconds, I had to pause the podcast to say, one... It's not a fragment of our imagination. It's a figment of our imagination. Yeah, I probably did that. I'm not even going to go back and check. Two, and you said that Claire came to Manhattan all the way from Staten Island, making it sound like she had made the trip on foot from Kazakhstan. Is that how you say that? Car to, <laughs> ferry, car to ferry to subway is inconvenient, but it's hardly comparable to a Jared Chauffeur stroll. I'm sure there'll be more. I'll continue to listen. Bob Walsh. <laughs> It's always well, nice to hear from Bob. We haven't heard from him in a while. First of all, thank you for staying consistent yes, with numbers. Thank yeah. you. Also, I think sometimes Chuck's mouth goes faster than his brain can Way, connect to are it. Are you kidding me? So that's thank where you for that's saying where I even thing, have a brain. That's first where, of all, Roxy. That that's sweet. where things like fragments of my imagination comes in. So there's that. And then okay, we got. Well, get I want to get Rich's take on this because yeah. we've already chatted in length yeah, about this because yeah. this email came in like three days ago. Right. Okay, so Ritz. We're trying Listen, to I, I'm, I'm going to defend you, Chuck, because you. on the latter point, the yep. Staten Island yep. thing, I mean, that is a total New York City thing. No, yeah. because we're New York City and anywhere else. Brooklyn. Even anywhere Brooklyn. else. It's like you came in to the city yeah. and especially Staten Island. Come on. That's a train to a ferry to a subway at minimum. I mean, so I give it to you, Chuck. Thank you. I mean, Mr. Yeah. Walsh, yeah. I mean, all due respect, but you know, some of us just can't walk outside, jump in a car and drive 15 minutes, even though that's really what it, if there was no traffic and nothing, right. that's literally what it would take probably mm-hmm. to drive to Brooklyn, maybe a little, I don't know. But there are, place, there are places in New Jersey that are closer than Staten Island. Yeah. I mean, you had to take a boat. If you have to take a boat to get somewhere, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a trek. That's, that deserves a shout out on our podcast and a thank you for coming in to see Chuck and Roxy. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, I do. I do. It really, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that far, but I'm sorry. Like even when we would go to Coney Island, it's, it is a, it is over a, an hour commute. It is on a, a train. day trip, a full yes. day trip. And going out Brooklyn. to Queens. I used to get my hair cut out in Queens. And finally, I was like, enough. I, I don't have time to sit on the train for 25 minutes to then walk 20 minutes to get to my, this hair salon when there are millions, millions in Manhattan. Right in Manhattan right. All right, let's get to wow. the rest of these real quick. Ed Butt, great episode. Loved meeting my close Twitter friend, Grant. Now I'm even more anxious to grab a beverage with him, if that were possible. Then we heard from Todd Takei. This was one of my favorite ones, Roxy. And then we have one even better to close with. But... <laughs> He says, so every time I hear the anchor read, Roxy's laugh reminded me of something I haven't been able to place until the other day when I was listening to this. 
<laughs> so I hope we don't get taken off the air for that. <laughs> I had to include it though, right? And then we're going to close with this. Wait, what? So you have a story about rescuing little turtle. Okay. Someone writes a jingle about it. Great. You can figure out how to pronounce its name. Sure. But what the F happened to Titty the turtle? <laughs> Eaten by seagulls? Drowned? Made into soup? What happened to Titty? That's from Mike S. in Tennessee. Um, <laughs> Roxy, the floor is yours. I'm just, oh, wait. You didn't have a Titty the turtle. No, I had That's a That's my made up turtle a, name. Yeah, you got to figure it out. A lot of turtle talk here. All right. Let's get out of here. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And please run over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. We love it when that happens. Maybe we'll read one or two when they come on. Huh. So that's always fun. But we got to get out of here. Way, way long this episode, but it totally worth it. We talked a lot about turtles and cold cheese pizza my dream episode so anyway if you're out shopping online tonight don't forget to use the code <laughs> yeah yeah open them up you're the drink of my life you're the shot in my veins you're the high of my life your love kept me sane you're the shelter of my skies Of my pouring rain In this storm I call my life The day that you
sunny days From this storm I call my life The shelter of pain The shelter of love You gave to me The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. It's a lot of cheese. (laughs) And I love cheese. Oh, yeah.